Hi, I'm Mike Palin. And I'm Mary Palin. And we'd like to welcome you to our podcast, which we call... Mondays with Mike and Mary. You know, all weekend long, Mary and I think about our most recent R-squared coaching sessions and select just for you some highlights. Yeah, either a parade of techniques or an ask the experts that we think is going to help you in your business. And these come from the smartest... Most generous. And the best trained agents in North America. Just remember, because what happens on R squared stays, stays on, on R squared, it's confidential. So, so we don't use names. Now, if you'd like to find out how R squared coaching could help you in your business, go to floydwickman.com and you'll find the most affordable and the most effective coaching program on the planet. And now, here's Mondays, Mondays with, with Mike, Mike and, and Mary. Mary. Good morning. Hey. Or good afternoon or good evening, depending on when you're listening to Mondays with Mike and Mary. I want to put you in a situation. You're on your way to the hospital for a routine procedure and you have a heart attack and you end up having open heart surgery and you are out of business. And But you come out of it on the other side and you have a parade of techniques for your team. Guess what you say to them? Save your money. Whatever you do, make sure you have a living will. Oh, sure. Whatever you do, make sure you have a health care proxy so that the people who need to make decisions have the power and the authority to make decisions for you. And by the way, make sure you have a business proxy so you know who's going to sign your checks while you're not able to work in your business, that you have a manual, uh, just in case I get hit by a bus manual, right? So the people who are picking up the ball for you, while you can't, have the authority and the step-by-step, here's what you do to keep my business going. Make sure you know who's going to work with your clients, especially your buyers. Who's going to do that? And that you have a policies and procedures manual in place. This is so important. You own a business. It's got to run while you can't run it. And for those of you who have all that in place, guess what? You can focus all your attention and energy on getting better and not worrying about your business. That's a wonderful parade of techniques. And thank you for for opening up and being vulnerable and sharing that with your team so I can share it with the world because it's really important, okay? Wasn't that shared only like one week after the surgery? Yeah, a week after. Amazing. Absolutely, totally amazing, wonderful. Thank you. All right, I'm breaking rules. Of course you are. (laughs) I didn't tell you in advance. I have three, so I'm going to go fast. Here's the first one. So we've been talking about this at the, at, during this R-squared call, asking this question. So do you have any other properties to sell? Like when you're at the closing table, mm. when you're at the, when you just got the listing signed, when whatever, you say, by the way, do you have any other properties to sell? Now, that has come up as a parade of techniques at least twice in the last 60 days. And one of the people that was listening in on that call was a part of that call used it last week 
and got a $500,000 listing. Because the answer was, as a matter of fact, I do. Can you imagine? That's why I couldn't wait till next week to share that. You know what I have to say about that? Boom! Woo! All right, here's another one. Uh, I was going through Facebook and I saw the girl that I jilted. Um, I told her I'd take her to prom. What year is this? Yeah. Jilted? Well, yeah, I told her I'd take her to prom 30, 40 years ago. And I didn't. I went with someone else. Anyway, I saw her on social media. Oh, what a blackguard. Yeah, well, wait, wait till you hear the rest of this story. And it was her mother's birthday. Oh, boy. So... I said, happy birthday to your mom. Guess what? Last week, the mom called me with a lead <laughs> for a listing. <laughs> Isn't that karma? All right, so that was my second one. So, You're the jerk who stood my daughter up. Right? Like she but had I have a referral for you. <laughs> right. So, but, you know, we don't think of that. We say happy birthday to people on Facebook, but maybe we should be happy birthdaying their families. I don't know. Wow. All right, and here's the last one. Uh, you told us that voice. no one wants to listen to voicemail. So when I prospect and someone doesn't answer, last week for the first time ever, instead of leaving voicemail, I left a text. A, my 18 conversations came a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. And B, I think they saw it and got my message versus delete, delete, delete voicemail. So... Those are my three quick parades of techniques. That was quick? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ask the experts. <laughs> I have set my goal for the second half of this year. And I went through all my numbers from the first half and realized 18 conversations is not going to do it for me. Yeah. I need to goose my conversations to 32 Whoa. a week. Okay. So how do I go from what I was doing to 32 conversations a week. What do I have to do? Well, eight out of eight people said, 590-10. Yeah, find a partner. Yeah, and then give your husband business cards to pass out, and you'll end up having more conversations. When Whenever you give out a card, give out two or three. Give everybody business cards. Uh, visibility. Go sit in your favorite coffee shop for an hour, first thing in the day. Open up your computer. Make sure it's got a your brand on it, yeah, right? right. And just sit there. Guess what? You'll have conversations. And you'll have a cup of coffee. Wear your name badge. Brand yourself. Wherever you go, make sure you're visible. And get out in the community so that you are visible. Um, send birthday cards. With a $5 Starbucks gift card in them. Make sure everyone in your sphere of influence or your book of business that you have a birthday for gets a a birthday card from you with that $5 Starbucks. Does that get you a cup of coffee anymore? Or a lottery Uh, ticket. Oh, or a lottery ticket. Yeah. Make it fun. You're not going to do it because it's a chore. So you got to make it fun. Play games with it. And go old school. Open up your notebook and write 1 through 32. Just 1, 2, 3. Write them all down. And then at the bottom, what's the reward at the end of the week when you fill up all 32 slots? Or tomorrow when you get it over with. 
And what's the penalty if you don't? Ooh, no ice cream for a week. <laughs> right. Reward and penalty. But make it visual. Maybe you keep track on a whiteboard in your office. Maybe you keep track on a reverse thermometer. Floyd taught us the yeah. power of conspicuous charting. Yeah. That helps a lot. So you want to goose up your conversations, which, by the way, in this market, in this change that we're experiencing, is more critical than ever that you end up having more conversations per week. Focus on the conversations. Why? Because that's what we can control. Love it. All right. What's yours? All right. Mine is a little story. So it's about um, getting price adjustments. I know. We haven't talked about that in a few years, but now we are. Got a listing that isn't selling. So we have a student who had two properties listed at 200000 Both of them sold. The buyer proposed 190000 That's what they agreed to. Then there were inspections. Both properties had inspection problems, foundation, basement, roof, whatever the problems were, not identical problems. Both buyers came back after the inspection, inspection and said, 170, dropped the price 20 grand. Wow. Now the first seller said, I'm gonna take, I'll take 180. So 190, 170, Settled on 180. Everyone got it? <clears throat> so our realtor went to the second seller and said, this just happened. Mm. The seller countered back at 180. That's what I recommend we do. But it didn't work. That buyer took a hike. Okay, lost the buyer. So the house goes back on the market, but he listed it at 190 because that's what the original offer came in at, right? Well, there's only been two showings in 30 days at 190. Because what has happened over the last 45 to 60 days? Normalization. Right. So what do I do now? Well, here is the advice. First offer is usually your best offer. Share that concept. Uh -huh. Show them <clears throat> the market change. Show them the stats. Show them what happened. Data. Yep. Reframe what they're, what they're experiencing. That is the word, reframe. How about this one? Write this down. If we were giving it away, someone would have stolen it. <laughs> Write this down. I like that. Study their motivation. Figure out what the seller's motivation is. If they're willing to wait, fine. Allow them to counter if they'll take it. Get them to sign something with built-in price reductions. How about this one? Go find your own buyer. Go knock on some doors. Go do some marketing. How about this one? Six weeks ago, you were willing to take $180,000. We need to immediately lower the price to what you were willing to take six weeks ago. And don't apologize. If I knew six weeks ago what the market would be like today, well, then I would have given you different advice. But to tell you the truth, you'd have had to go to the top of the mountain and I'd be wearing robes. Thank you, Floyd, for that analogy. If I knew everything, I would be wearing robes at the top of the mountain. My advice was to protect your equity. My advice was to make sure you walked away with as much money as possible. However, no one knew 
what was going to be happening over the last 30 to 45 days. Now we look back, it's clear. So you were willing to take 180. Let's go down to 180 right now. Anyway, you know, it's time to have some tough conversations. And maybe the bottom line is this. Get face to face. Let them see the sincerity on your face. Horshack, did you have your hand up? P.S. Yeah, if they won't reduce their $190,000 price to $180,000, rather than a $10,000 price reduction, suggest a $1,900 difference in their net and raise the commission 1%. That might stimulate some showings. Oh, there's so many other techniques. Remember, remember, and I like that one. I, there's, we know 12 different things we can do. Yeah. You know, schedule a, a price reduction every Friday. Maybe it's just a thousand bucks every Friday because what will happen in 10 Fridays? You know, a lot of it depends on the seller's motivation. Anyway, all kinds of smart people out there sharing ideas. Have a wonderful week.